0: This is Songwriting Our Way Out Of Here with Leah G and Marlok.
1: Welcome everybody, this is our new podcast that we started today. This is the first episode and um, I'm Leah G, I'm a singer and songwriter and I'm here with Marlok who's also a singer and songwriter and we're both artists and we just thought, you know what, we're just going to do a podcast. We just want to have fun. Exactly, just talk about things that are happening in the music industry at the moment that we want to talk about and just generally like songwriting and music everything
0: yeah see how things develop i think just exactly. gonna talk about whatever is in our mind
1: exactly so Small
0: mind in my case
1: yeah exactly <laughs> not, this, podcast, yeah, this first episode is more about just introducing ourselves so you know who's actually talking so I'm gonna start by asking you a few questions, cool. Albert. Um, so yeah, how how did you get into songwriting?
0: Right. So, well, I'm gonna tell you a, a full story about how I started getting yes, into please. music. All all the I think. Stories. Yeah, that explains why I go into songwriting. I guess. Um, yeah, I started playing music when I was four, seven. Um, wanted to play music since I was five because my dad had this. Amazing book, uh, which had all the instruments on on planet Earth. So I was like, I used to go through it, and and it was really cool. And one day I spotted a trombone, and a trombone, and I'm like, oh, I want to play that, which is really weird for <laughs> so a cool. five year old kid, isn't it? It's like, why the trombone? I don't know, but that's <laughs> that is what happened. And when I was seven, that was old enough. Um, I joined the music school and started playing. Um fun story my dad had to join with me cuz I was too scared to go on my own and, and that's the sweetest thing that anyone has ever done for me I think Aww. so I owe him everything really cuz yeah. I wouldn't be a songwriter a songwriter if it wasn't for him mm. um and yeah after that I think the first the first musical piece I ever wrote was uh when I was 10 or so and it was a duet for trombone and saxophone because my dad started playing saxophone. Because uh, of you. Yeah, when when he joined with me, oh, right? That's so nice. Yeah, it's just so we're going to the same thing. So, I'm from a very small village, and yeah, that music school was uh, was great. It's a lot mm. of tradition where I come from, um, and yeah, after that, um, started playing started playing guitar at fifteen, wow. um, and. Playing in bands, writing all the arrangements for guitar and also like full songs except for lyrics and stuff. Um, I wrote a couple of songs when I was 18 or 19. All right. But they were pretty rubbish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
1: like the first two songs you write. They're mostly not very
0: good. But. Exactly right. You have to start somewhere. Actually, there's one of them that I still play live sometimes. Oh, really? It's, yeah, like that's it's, awesome, very so that's good. it's very cheesy. It's very cheesy. But there's a lot of people walking around
1: here. I people? know it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not That's great. Really it's, yeah, yeah, it's
0: just London. Yeah, yeah, it's just London. And yeah, then about two and a half years ago, after going through a breakup, is when I got a bit more serious into mm. writing music and and really changed my life. So I stopped playing in bands, and and I thought I want to do my own thing wow. and and just get it off my chest. Mm. Um, and do it all because I didn't want to rely on other people either because I probably know how it is if you've been in bands Oh yeah, yeah.
1: so true Such an effort to get everyone together and to find a date where you can rehearse and then, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work, isn't
0: it? It is a lot of work So, yeah, and since then I've just been writing songs and... Mm. Yeah, now we're gonna to try to get them out. Yeah. So the world Looking can forward hear. forward to them. your release.
1: It's gonna be exciting. We're not gonna drop any more details here, but it it's
0: happened. Gonna be really
1: cool. <laughs> um, so you obviously like you grew up in Spain and then like you kind of moved over to the UK. How did that kind of happen?
0: Yeah. So, um, I came to the UK for the first time when I was 19, so I was a bit... I was studying at university, so I did telecommunication engineering. Um, mm. was really tired of everything uni-related. And that summer when I was 19, which was many months ago now, <laughs> <laughs> that was, what, 2010 or so. Um, yeah, I just thought, I'm a bit sick of everything. I need a break, so... I bought a one-way flight to Edinburgh and stayed wow. there for the summer. Um, didn't really have any plans apart from trying to learn English and think about a little bit, and I worked a bit there. And after that, it was like I fell in love with the, with the country, really, with the culture. I don't know if I can say that when I had only been to Scotland, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's like since then I always wanted to move to the UK Mm. Um, because it felt like home when I was in Edinburgh. The first days were a bit of a struggle, but after that, I think I've never been happier in my life, to be honest. Mm. Um, And the opportunity came and I just took it. So I've lived in many places, like in between, Um, lived in Spain for a while, and then Denmark, Germany, Norway, uh, the US...
1: Wow, so many places. So then how did you end up in Brighton? Like It's just crazy.
0: Yeah, I had this um, sales job that I do now as well. Mm. And we are home-based, so they let me choose where in the UK I wanted to live. And I chose Manchester. This was like five years ago. Oh, wow. I chose Manchester because... Logistically, it was it was good. We had the office there, and had an airport that was quite decent. Um, and also I know the city because I had been mm. in Manchester before, because uh, my ex studied in Sheffield, and yeah, I was like yeah, Manchester sounds sounds cool. Uh, I like the place. <laughs> I moved there. Um, yeah, I wanted to to do Edinburgh first, but I realized, logistically, logistically to go and see customers it just wasn't, wasn't it ideal because you're very isolated really if you mm. have to run around the country so yeah manchester it was and then because of work i moved down to brighton and <laughs> can't be happier to pretty be cool i yeah. love brighton
1: brighton it's just a pretty cool creative place i like it yeah Sick.
0: but yeah the reason why, why i live here is because it just feels like home Mm-hmm. And I think as as we, we've said before, right? You know, having talked about this previously, um, you know we come from other places, but the reason why we're here is because we had an experience here, and it just felt like the right thing to yeah. do. Yeah,
1: right? and I just think like England is just such a like melting pot of like cultures and I don't know, just different people, and I think you probably don't get that back where you're from because you grew up in a small town and it's like all, all natives and you never really get exposed to other people's way of living, I guess. And then when you do, and it's like, oh, wow, this is so tra- inspirational, you know. It's just like, I don't know, it just opens many doorways and, and in terms of songwriting as well, you know.
0: Yeah, and, <coughs> and obviously it's a great country for songwriting. There's so many opportunities, there's so many people doing it. So many schools, uh, it's embedded into the culture, mm. which, um, I don't know, how's, ha- like, all the music stuff in Austria, because...
1: Well, I mean, there is a music industry, um, but it's mostly focused on, you know, German pop, so no one actually mm. sings English lyrics. There's maybe, like, three or four people that are also female singer-songwriters that do English lyric music, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Back in Austria. So it's like, it is a tiny, 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 tiny market there, but it's mostly focused on German pop. And that's the reason why I also moved here, just because, firstly, I don't want to write German songs. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like English more than German now. So um, I don't know, I just always felt it was easier to, for me to express myself in English. And then I don't know, that's.
0: Yeah. It's similar yeah. for me it's, it's a weird one because, um, as you were saying, in Spain it's, it's quite similar. So you do get all the big acts in, in English, right? All the yeah. like, pop stars and all that stuff. So mainstream. But apart from that, all the, it's just yeah. like Spanish pop, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't really enjoy too much, <laughs> to be honest, personally. But, you know, that's just me. Nothing against yeah. it. Um. And, yeah, it's just a bit difficult. And I think English, when I was younger, I used to say, it just sounds better. You know, <laughs> uh, it sounds better than Spanish yeah. when you write songs. Well, I don't know why, yeah. but I think it's just we're more used to it because of you know the yeah. music that that's around. Because I think about it and, yeah, 15 years ago, I didn't understand any of the lyrics mm. of the bands that I used to listen to. Really. Wow.
1: Yeah, fair yeah. enough. I mean, yeah, actually, that's so true. Cause like, I mean, I didn't really listen to pop until I was like thirteen or something, or maybe oh a bit earlier than that. Maybe it was I was eleven, I think. Because I can like, literally pop until I
0: was twenty six. <laughs> really? Wow.
1: Well, well, I didn't really listen to any music that had any lyrics on it. I was like obsessed with classical music. I used to oh, only listen to like Mozart and Bach and yeah it was it was great and I was so obsessed with it everyone thought like I was the strangest kid ever because I would sit on the tram and listen to my moton on uh, my operas kid, <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> that's very true actually you know <laughs> nothing's like changed much but it, it was funny because all my friends kind of got into listening to pop and I was like no nah, actually I don't like that I'm gonna stick to my classical stuff and then at some point It's so embarrassing. (laughs) Literally, my friend introduced me to One Direction. (laughs) And the first song that I think I ever had on repeat that was a pop song is... um, uh, Baby, you'll light up my world like nobody else. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's so embarrassing. (laughs) But I was like 12, 11, 12. So it's like, well, fair enough. And then... That's pretty cool, though. You know, it's like (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) This whole world opened up and then I started listening to Adele and... Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran, who then got me into songwriting. So oh, Ed hey like, Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, we should have him on this show,
0: shouldn't we? We should. We should have. Yeah, we should have <laughs> really? one one podcast about Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Just just about
1: fan yelling about him exactly. with him. That'd be with, cool.
0: Oh, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, we should
0: that'd do that. Great. Yeah, just, yeah, let's try it. <laughs> yeah,
1: we should. We should. You know. Nothing's so
0: is, is Ed Sheeran your kind of like inspiration for songwriting, as in? Is he the artist who inspired you to start writing songs?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I kind of started, well, I was always kind of musical. I kind of started playing the recorder when I was like six or something. And I started singing when I was six as well. So I used to go singing choirs. And then when I was like seven, I started having more or less solo singing lessons and continued till I was, like, 11, and then stopped until I was, like, 14. And in the meantime, I played violin for a year, which I then stopped because it just sounded horrible, and my teacher... <laughs> Honestly,
0: <laughs> when people start playing violin, it's I like, know, it's it's the like worst skinning cats, thing. right?
1: It is the worst thing. I
0: always say it takes about four years until exactly. you can play something exactly.
1: decent. And I was just, like, in the beginning, I was really motivated, and I, like, made progress really quickly, and then at some point, I don't know, I concentrated more in school, and then just, like... Just didn't do it anymore properly. So then I started playing guitar, and that's where I have cool. to thank my mum because I played for like a year, and then I got really bored because the teachers all wanted to teach me like classical guitar and all the melodies all right. and how to play all of that. And I really just wanted to play guitar to accompany myself singing, because that's that was the only reason why I would want to play guitar. I mean, besides the fact that it's a great instrument and that's actually quite cool to play melodies, but hey ho. <laughs> and uh, then i wanted to quit and my mom was like well just try another half year and then if you still don't like it then you know let's quit and then in that half year i found a cheer and i was like oh damn it There's this like little ginger dude and he can just like <laughs> sing sing his songs and it's just him and the guitar maybe i can do that as well and i just at some point i just wrote my first song and i was like oh that's actually quite that's fun
0: cool okay, i think we'll we all get that moment of Enlightenment or something, right? <laughs> it was, <laughs> honestly, it was the same for me. Yeah. It was like, um, yeah, I started playing guitar when I was 15. Mm. Um, so at, at the time, I was playing trombone at a very serious level because I did like 10 years of music school. Yeah, you must trombone. have been amazing. And he was like, oh, not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you were. But um, yeah, I used to play at, at a very serious level. And play piano as well because we had to do two years of piano mm. and all that stuff and I was like, No, when I play guitar, I want to like to play heavy metal and <laughs> wow. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I started playing it and same, not even like a year, right? It was literally like two months and then it went in the cupboard and it was untouched for a long time. Probably Aww. like a year or so. And then with my friends from From the orchestra, because I used to play in an orchestra, Mm -hmm. we were like, okay. So we were like 15 or 16 at the time or (laughs) something like that. We are like, oh, we should start like a metal band. And we started that. And that's how I started playing um, guitar a little bit more. But I would only play at rehearsals and it was honestly like one string at a time. And and then I discovered Joe Mayer. Oh, and it okay. was like.
1: So he was in front of you. Yeah. Like, oh he my was God. my sharing, right?
0: Uh, it's Tillis. It. It's like, it's the man who inspires me to write. Um, and he's the reason why I wanted to become a singer songwriter and mm. why I thought it is possible to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, same, same thing. It was like, yeah. that thing he mm, does is incredible. Yeah. That neon song. Yeah. What? How can he play that and sing at the same time? <laughs> yeah he's just
1: incredible but that's so funny you know I think most people just get really inspired by listening to other artists and then be like oh damn it maybe I should try that and I I guess then it's just all about whether you can stick to it or not
0: yeah and and obviously you know we're here in your bedroom your guitar is just kicking about right I think that's like super important I realized that it was the minute that my guitar was always out of the case I mm-hmm. would start playing more and more.
1: Exactly, don't put
0: it back into the case. Don't put it worst,
1: back. worst mistake.
0: Throw the case away. <laughs> <laughs> Top tip oh, for learning your oh chart. Throw hilarious. the case away. Yeah. Oh my
1: god. So, like, well, you gig a little bit, right? You play yeah. gigs every now and then. Like, how did you get into gigging? Because obviously, I think that's like a new stage. Was like, most people will just sit in their, so- in their bedroom and just write songs and just not play it to anyone except from their parents or... True. You know, friends or whatever.
0: Ah, uh, I just love it. You know, that's what I do it for. Is yeah. It's like, the part I like the most. Well, there are two sides. One is gigging, just playing my songs in front of people. The other one is, you know, when you're writing something and you're like, oh, this was so cool. And you get so pumped. Yeah. Right? And it's like, yeah. oh my God, that thing I, I just great. wrote, that's amazing. right? Yeah. So those are the two reasons why why I write music. And the gigging thing... I mean, I've been playing in front of people since I was eight. Yeah. Right, like with all the trombone stuff, we used wow. to do like auditions at um, music school, which I hated because oh, okay. it was literally like, um, yeah, a lot of people watching, but also your your professor there, and you would get like mm. marked. Oh great! Uh, depending on the performance that you were mm. preparing for, like four or five months. Oh wow! Yeah, a lot of pressure. Piece. Yeah, loads of pressure, especially when you're a kid. Yeah. It's like, wow. And yeah, after that, just playing live with bands was amazing. Cause mm-hmm. um, when you're a singer songwriter and get out there just with your guitar or your piano, you're super exposed, right? Yeah, that's true. That's the difference that I found. Is mm-hmm. like you totally are exposed, mm-hmm. and if you if you make a mistake, uh, probably everyone's gonna notice. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when you're playing bands and all that stuff, uh, there's a bit more margin sometimes, because uh, <laughs> you, know, you can make more mistakes when you're playing an orchestra. There's yeah. definitely, like, more margin. Although, <laughs> if you make a big mistake, yeah, everyone can hear it. Um, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. But for me, I kind of had the opposite, I think, the opposite experience. Because, like, I moved to the UK when I was, like, 16 for just a year, and I, I did, like, um, music performance... Um, what is it called? Yeah, music performance kind of course um, at college, okay. and uh, it was horrible. Like I, I got to play with this band. The people were lovely. Don't get me wrong, but they just didn't practice enough. So then we were supposed to... That was kind of, like, the first time I was, like, on a proper stage, like, proper people listening to me. Because before that, I used to, like, play in the living room to, like, my parents' friends and stuff at their birthday parties That's a different thing. Exactly. It's, it's so different. It's Exactly. And then, especially if you're <laughs> with a band that hasn't practised enough and you just know that kind of, like, you know, Method. mess it all up. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I still remember that night. Like, my knees were, like, shaking so much. I was like, I couldn't stand anymore. It was bad. Oh, we survived anyway, but yeah, that, like, that was the moment when I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this solo until I find a proper band, because I just couldn't cope, I was like, damn it, like, this is just too much. Yeah. I guess it, like, having a band is can be the greatest thing ever, because it's just so nice to do music together, I feel like it you kind of get higher music together, which is great, you just yeah. want that if, if the band's good, but...
0: It's yeah. a totally different dynamic, because... Yeah, uh, and every band works in a different way as well. Exactly. For me, it was the the commitment part. what well, actually, I didn't like so right. so many people who struggle to commit to it. Right, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to like write music to go and play. That was yeah. that was always always the goal. Right, mm-hmm. is let's go and play some songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. When you start like, Oh, I cannot come to the rehearsal. Okay. Some people <laughs> don't chip in and off to the songs, some people yeah. just don't care. Um, which is fair enough, mm. right? We'll have our priorities, but at mm. the same time it's like it's a bit of a shame.
1: Yeah, it's a shame because like, yeah, you you yeah, you made an effort to write songs and then it's like, mm. well. Wow. Yeah. What are we gonna do now?
0: One day we'll be able to have our own band, you know? <laughs> I mean
1: yeah. I mean that'd Based be great
0: professional musician. Anyone
1: listening to that? <laughs> if anyone wants to play for free and you're good, go for it. <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, definitely. Good I was chat. thinking of more more shout. things to ask you, good, really.
0: Good yeah, I, f- I feel like, you know, it's just like kind of ping pong now. Yeah, so, it's like... So yeah, tell us, wh- why did you start playing music? How did you get into that?
1: Well, I don't know. I think like music was always like a part of my life in some kind of way and then yeah it just happened that I came across Ed Sheeran and I was like you know what. Did
0: your parents play music?
1: Not really I mean my mum used to like to sing and my dad used to play guitar as well but he hardly ever picked it up because he was busy with work and stuff. No
0: it's because he had a case. Yeah (laughs) probably. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: yeah when I started playing guitar I was actually using my dad's guitar um, for a bit. Because he wasn't playing it as much, but then obviously I wanted my own one at some point. But um, yeah, just going to music like that, and then I didn't like I didn't know that songwriting could be a job. I saw it more as like a hobby because I was just enjoying myself, and I was like, hmm, that's actually pretty cool. And then when you're like twelve and you show your <laughs> friends a song that you wrote, they go like, Oh my god, you wrote that! I'm like, Oh yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And it just really boosts your confidence when you're that, like, when you're that young. It's, like, insane. So then I was like, oh, well, actually, like, who writes...
0: <laughs> what is that weird really <laughs> That's a noise?
1: geese sound.
0: On... <laughs> okay. It didn't e- sound like e- a geese. <laughs> Tell me that.
1: It's hilarious. Okay. But, yeah, then I kind of, like, I write more, more songs and then somehow I, like, kind of stumbled across the Songwriting Academy and kind of started doing like workshops with them because I was like you know what I actually want to like get better songwriting and obviously I'd like watched loads of videos on YouTube on I don't know how to structure a song and stuff but those things came naturally anyway because like mm. if you actually listen to songs you know that there's like different parts of a song like the verse and you know stuff like that so it's like <laughs> yeah but that really helped like going to that boot camp I went in it I think was it may 2018.
0: wow that's quite recent. yeah i was
1: 17 back then and i just went to that boot camp and i was like oh damn it that that's actually quite cool there's like a whole community of people that love doing what i do and they are saying that you can make a a job and i'm like oh damn it that's so cool and And i don't know that yeah exactly that moment i was like you know what i'm gonna do this seriously like properly and write with loads of people just really i don't know what kicked it off for you
0: Uh, having to let things go, mm. you know, getting stuff off my chest. Literally just, really. like, therapy. Yeah, it obviously. is therapy for me, music is therapy. Yeah, I
1: think so too, it's, I mean, it's just, like...
0: It's all it is, I cannot live without it. Yeah. Um, I stopped playing for a few years, actually, funny enough, like... Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I just realised, again, we're ten years apart, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. So... Yeah, when when I started moving around and all that stuff, um, I think between 2013, between 2012 and 2015, I didn't play at all. Wow. Like, not even guitar.
1: Wow, so literally like a three-year break from everything. Pretty
0: much, yeah, because I didn't want to take my guitar with me. Everywhere it was when I lived in the U S that I bought a very small guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, like, kind of like the size, A in size. That's three quarters. Like you got one there. It's so over there. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so one of those. Oh, uh, great. Say.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, one of those. Uh,
0: <laughs> and and yeah, just bought it because I'm like I need a, you know, relatively cheap guitar and something portable. Yeah. Because I wanted to take it back. Mm. Um, and yeah, I got that and that guitar has been with me in so many places. I took it to Mexico, uh, oh, then sick. it's been like, it's been to Germany, it's been to, yeah, it's been in Spain, the mm. UK, in Australia. Oh, I played wow. like yeah, a lot of like, uh, I was gonna say open mics, yeah, they were kind of like open mics, but in Australia mm. it's more like surfers camp. And all, all right. That stuff when you play Interesting. That. Yeah, it was pretty cool.
1: That's really cool. So I
0: took the guitar with me. Yeah. I R- wrote a few. I think that's just
1: really like nice. another great thing about guitars is like you can bring it everywhere. With like a piano, it's harder because like you can't bring yeah. it everywhere. <laughs> or you end up like Bruno Mars in his Grenade music video is pulling the piano off the not street. i seen that. <laughs> You've not seen yeah. it, I'm gonna show it to you, okay. but um, yeah, my guitar has been with me like everywhere as well. Took it to Peru hiking at like 500, <laughs> 5000 altitude.
0: Yeah, it survives, <laughs> it's survived. Right? Like,
1: yeah, it's just great. You just bring it everywhere because you never know when inspiration hits, and it's like absolutely
0: damn it, yeah. I think these days it's a lot easier with uh, laptops and stuff as well, right? Because yeah, you absolutely can just great. run logic, and I mean. as as we were saying earlier I'm I'm writing a song at the moment and you know all the piano has been like programmed because I don't have I was on a flight back from Barcelona and I didn't Mm. have um, a piano with me so just put the notes down so great just thinking about yeah (laughs)
1: literally just thinking about what people had to do like 20 years ago to record a song was like insane insane yeah so much work
0: so 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 easy these days yeah so I like,
1: yeah i feel like we've kind of lo- talked a lot about ourselves now yeah Do you i think, think we, we have should...
0: are we how are we doing time wise i've got no clue oh that's pretty good
1: <laughs> i mean we're at like okay. 801 bars now so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that translates to minutes but um i don't know
0: yeah that's that's good um yeah we can just leave it here I think. yeah I think so so there so, is this thing that that Mary Spender who I absolutely adore does on her oh there, oh yeah thanks that's just Leah putting her phone next to her laptop <laughs> <Oops>. uh, <laughs> Um yeah so Mary Spender does this like super cool thing I should have told you about this before yeah. the podcast but anyway let's do it now so she's like okay if you get to the, the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you a word. And then if you if the listener gets to the end of the podcast, you have to go on our social media, either of us, and just put that word and just comment one of our pictures. Oh, with that's that so word. cool. I always thing is so cool. Like, it's such a good idea.
1: Yeah, I think um, our word is going to be ginger cookies because we've got Gin- some here
0: that's so good <laughs> Not, so good absolutely yeah right,
1: so if you listen to this go onto a social media my social media is leah underscore g underscore music on instagram and everywhere else more or less
0: <laughs> yeah mine's just marlock music altogether. so yeah just go to one of our pictures and just comment ginger cookies Oh, which is be cool. because we got them next to me and I was actually munching yeah. them before the podcast and I was thinking I wanted one terrible. every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time I
1: said something I'm like no I can't no, can't do that not during the podcast anyway next and uh, next podcast we're going to talk about coronavirus and how yeah. that's going to affect all of us and yeah thank you so much for listening please give us stars on apple podcasts and yeah subscribe to us because we're going to be talking about loads of cool shit exactly
0: loads of fun stuff we're gonna have fun we're gonna have loads of fun this
1: This is gonna be so cool right anyway thanks so much for listening bye thanks for listening thank
0: you